Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This edition of Eagles Radio is brought to you by We Make a Difference. Helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Coming up... On this week's podcast, we'll be joined by strength and conditioning coach Paul Carbone and from big screen video, Tracy Adams. Welcome to Eagles Radio. It's Tuesday night and uh, we might have some technical issues here, but we'll get through it. Um, We are here for... We're here for a lot of things. We're here for a lot of things. We make a difference helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Uh, Ross. Paul Bonds are Rory Lehman with you, and um, and we're back. I'm just trying to find. I've got my no, my earphones aren't working. So that's all right, like, mate. That's why it was weird. However, let me just read this first. We're off to a slow start. The club wishes to inform you that senior coach Jade Sheedy has made the difficult decision to step down at the end of 2023 Sandful season. The club is incredibly grateful to Jade for all his hard work and dedication in leading our football programs. Under his leadership, the club achieved back-to-back Sandful premierships in 2020 and 2021, and an impressive 17 players were drafted into the AFL within the last four years. We're incredibly proud of his accomplishments and positive impact on our club. That was an email that went out from Christine Williams, our president, uh, to members, and it was also put on social media. And... um, the players, Rory, you said to me before we started, had a meeting this morning. Uh, just, you've just come from that meeting? Yep, just come from and the meeting, yep. the club let you know what was going on. Yeah, so we got together at the club and they uh, announced to the group what was happening. Um, Sheedy and the club had a meeting yesterday and by all reports, um, they were discussing next year and, and Jade was very honest and, and can no longer commit to the club, uh, which we're very saddened about. Uh, but you've got to do what's best for yourself and your health and well-being. And, and Sheeds will coach out the rest of the year because that's the character he is. Um, and we'll, the boys will rally around that. And they really wanted to make sure the playing group um, understood the the whys and, and what's what it looks like going forward, which I think the club was very clear. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got three weeks to really celebrate Sheedy as a coach. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, really try send him off in a good way. So... Yeah, as as sad the news is, um, did yeah, it, very grateful for everything. Did, Jay did it come did. as a does it does it come as a shock to the group? Yeah, it comes as a, a bit of a shock. I mean, Sheeds is contracted till twenty twenty five, but with three weeks to go in the year and where the club or the playing group are kind of where we're at, so you, you do have to look forward to next year if you're the club. Unfortunately, I mean, we wish we were playing finals, but realistically, it doesn't look like we will. So you have to look forward to next year, and, and they did, and they did all their due diligence to um, to have a meeting and apparently some open, honest conversations. And yeah, this is what's come from that. So, as I said, yeah, very grateful for everything Sheedy's done, especially myself. Uh, you know, he gave me an opportunity in 2021 to play in that Premiership side when maybe some coaches wouldn't have. So I'm very grateful for that for him. So yeah. he will be missed, and um, 
yeah, I guess we look forward to the next three weeks, as I said, and, and what's to come. It's not unusual that clubs change coaches. Yeah. Um, and the Eagles have been very lucky. They've had some long-term coaches, but also at the same time, we've had a couple of coaches who've been there uh, for a year and then gone on to bigger and better things. So um, I'm sure the club is strong enough and we know that the club is strong enough. And under new CEO, Dave Kuzner, uh, I, I don't think that Sheedy's replacement, um, while he'll got some big shoes to step into, I, I think they'll find the right man to do the, to do the job. Yeah, absolutely. I'll back the club in. As you said, Dave Cousin, a new CEO, uh, and then President Christine Williams as well. So I'm sure they'll find the right man or woman to uh, fill the job. Or and, woman. Uh, That's an interesting... Mate, whoever's the best thought? candidate, I don't mind who it is, as long as First the woman best coach in the sample. I would love it. Why not? Why not? Why not have him at the Eagles? <laughs> and uh, yeah, as you said, Sheedy was there for four great years. Yes. Uh, and that is pretty rare in Sanford these days. That's yeah. a long time, especially balancing. He does run his own business and a family of three kids and a wife. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot on your plate. So yeah. he's done exceptionally well. And we are, yeah, forever in debt for Sheeds for that. Yes. Uh, and just a footnote, he will be on Kimbo on the Roach tomorrow afternoon. So worth tuning in tomorrow afternoon between three and five to Kimbo on the Roach to uh, have a listen to the coach. And maybe give the reasons why he's stepping away, and and I'm I'm sure they're valid. Um, Rory, big show tonight. Um, Paul Carbone, the strength and conditioning coach, is on. Mr. And, Carbone, uh, yeah. So uh, Mr. Carbone, we'll speak to him about how your fitness level is. And Tracy Adams from Big Screen Video, one of the great partners of the club, is going to be on there as well. And also. Your quiz. My quiz is Rory's back. quiz. How good is that? We've been waiting, and I did love Phil. Thankful for Phil for stepping in. But yes. It's Rory's quiz. Yeah, Phil Hurden, uh, thanks for your last couple of weeks. And I, I just, yeah, chatted him today, and he's, we're very thankful to have him. Uh, let's get into the results. Um, league lost to Sturt. It was a uh, league side led most of the day, and, and then in the last quarter, Sturt kicked five goals. Just to run over the top, win by 15 points. Joey Sinor was great again. 22 disposals, three clearances, nine tackles. Zane Williams got a bit of the footy, 22 disposals. Max Beattie kicked a couple of goals. And so did Troy Menzel. So great to see Troy back playing league footy and kicking a couple of goals. And we had another debutant, um, Harrison Dawkins. Yeah, massive. I, I'm Huge raps for Harrison Dawkins. Uh, Dawkins is another key defender and he's pretty... He's, Probably slightly undersized for a key defender, but his closing speed, his work rate, and his ability to read the play is exceptional. I've been pushing for him to hopefully get a game for the last couple of weeks, especially when we've been pretty short down back, but he's definitely earned it, and he's one to watch in the future. Yeah, we've been mentioning him in, in the best players in the reserves for a, a few months as well. So well done to Harrison Dawkins. Uh, reserves, 7-7-49, loss to Sturt, 12-12-84, 35 points. Blake Hansen. 24 disposals, four clearances, nine tackles. Um, just another solid performance from Blake, really, isn't it? Yeah, he just Every keeps, week. keeps getting the footy. Um, um, and it's a huge turnaround from the reserve side. I mean, they lost by, what, 100 points the week before. And then this week, you versus Sturt, the same side the week later, sitting second on the ladder and you lose by 35. I know that's not the result we're after, but big in- improvement from the boys, so it's good. Now, the juniors, Rory, they're playing right now. They are. So uh, the 18s start at quarter past seven, but I'm just checking the score of the under-16s, and I wish I didn't. Uh, (laughs) The full-time scores there, Sturt, uh, 17-9, 111 to the Eagles, 
6.440 down there at uh, the beautiful um, Montine, Montine Care Oval. Jevon Philippi kicked a couple of goals. And, uh, yeah, boys, oh, not the under-16s night. Uh, Jake, uh, Jack Cook, 27 disposals, three clearances, six tackles. Um, so he had a good night. But, um, yeah, a bit of a... Perfect weather for footy as well. What's happened down there? Maybe they're a bit night. maybe they're a bit rattled by the news today too. Who knows? Yeah, and the 18s uh, starting very soon, as we said, quarter past seven down there at Montine Kia. So if you're close to the oval after you finish listening to us, or you got the ear pods in walking along the streets of Woodville, I just can't believe it. Tuesday night game. I don't know. Yeah, I know they're under 18s, and I don't know if they're in school yeah. holidays, but I couldn't think of anything worse. Tuesday night. Tuesday night game. Well, mate, no, well, thank they you. had the weekend off. I'll, I'll just so, like, give me a get a weekend Friday, off. Thursday. Leave hey. school early to play? Maybe. Yeah, I guess that's a little benefit, <laughs> isn't it? Not that I was at school, school much anyway. School always mate. midweek. Yeah, yeah but not a, on a night, is it? Oh, no. Nah, I don't school. know. I'm a Victorian boy. We did things a bit different back there. <laughs> Wheelchair team, they had another win on their way into the grand final. They are uh, going to play Sturt in the grand final. Uh, Eagles 58, defeated Central's 29. And they take on Nord this Friday. It's the last minor round game. And then the grand final, they take on the double blues. So they play one more minor round and then the grand final. Yeah. Because there's only four teams in the comp. So oh, okay. they don't have uh, so I think they, I think they have a minor final and the major final. Yeah, mass. So I'm excited uh, for the Eagles. We'll win that. Yeah. They've been playing hard this year. Get down and support the Eggs. Uh, now, top sport highlight of the week. Um, we had a bit of issues with the technical things, as I mentioned, when we started. So we don't have that highlight. But Leaky Beacon kicked a magnificent goal. It went from one end of the ground to the other. Do you want me to do the, the commentary? You want to run it through us? Oh, Beaks picks it up on the wing. <laughs> He's kicked it long. He's running through. He's had a snap and it's a goal. See, we could, we've done commentary together, mate. It's not. <laughs> it's not that hard? It sounds unbelievable when we do it. I tell you. <laughs> we need to get that back. Uh, that's uh, our highlight. Of the week is uh, top sport, and I'm sure we're going to use that highlight once again. Um, if you uh, you need to know what you're really gambling with for con- confidential help, go to gamblinghelponline.org.au. And we're here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Visit wemakeadifference.com. Rory, um, coach is gone. You coach? Yeah. Any, any ideas who... Nah, like, no, do any any one jump into your head? I oh, know it's hard. You've only just found out. Stuart Jew. Ten minutes ago. Stewie Jew is open. Stewie. What's Damien Harwick doing? Can we throw out a line to Damien Harwick? Stewie. Alistair Clarkson, is he Jimmer. back here? There's a few out there I wouldn't mind. Rats. Chasing. Yeah. Phil Jackson. <laughs> What's he up to? <laughs> Phil <next> Jackson. <laughs> Former Chicago Bulls coach. <laughs> a dynasty. That's what you we're You heard after. it first here on Eagles Radio. Back soon. <laughs> Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome to Eagles Radio, and we've Rory, we've had some technical issues. So we do apologise, but our first segment was clearly our best for the whole season. It was unbelievable. Oh, actually, we came tonight, we had a plan, we executed. Four-quarter performance, really. So uh, thanks to our technicians working hard in the background, and Ben and Inger and... Everyone's pressing buttons trying to get things to work. But apparently we're live now. We're back on the air. Um, I can hear myself, which is a good thing. 
sometimes. <laughs> Mine were working fine, so I was fine, mate. I was enjoying it. Yes. So uh, thanks for texting in. Thanks for the texter, 160, whoever you may be, texting in to let us know where it's not working. We are back on air now. Thanks to We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. And Rory, um, we'll talk about what we talked about in the first segment uh, very soon, um, but the club's looking for a new coach. Um, our next guest is brought to us by Incredible Smiles. Show off your game day smile with Incredible Smiles. And uh, we've got a little bit of intro for him. It's the strength and conditioning coach, uh, Paul Carbone. Welcome to Eagles Radio, Paul. Oh, is Paul there? No, oh, don't tell me Paul's not there now. Paul has to be there. Paul surely. has to be there. Otherwise, he's in the gym doing bench press. Are you up. there, Paul? Oh, we don't have Paul. We'll try again. Uh, Inga might have to ring him back and try and get him on the line. So um, apologies for that. But... Uh, all right, let's 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 talk about the coach, because obviously yeah. we didn't go there earlier. Um, they can the, listen on the podcast, sure. Yes, they can. So uh, that will be uh, earlier, uh, later on you can listen to the podcast. The club wishes to inform that senior coach Jade Sheedy has made the difficult decision to step down at the end of this season, which is a few games away. Um, obviously, the club's grateful for the dedication and hard work that Jade's put in and um, back-to-back premierships, 17 players drafted into the AFL in the four years that she'd been at the club. So that's magnificent. And we'll talk about that again yep. later because Paul is with us. Paul Garbone, welcome to Eagles Radio. Are you there, Paul? Yes. Ah, there me? he is. Okay, we got you now. Sorry, mate, <laughs> we're having some issues here tonight. No, uh, no drama. Now, you are the strength and conditioning coach, uh, and before you get stuck into Rory, I just want to ask you, what is your main role uh, as the strength and conditioning coach? Paulie, what do you do? Yeah, what, what do I do? Uh, no, look, there's a few things as, I guess, a strength and conditioning coach that we sort of we do. Um, I guess the main one being sort of the design and implementation of like exercise programs, I guess, in regarding to gym stuff, um, as well as their sort of running programs, especially around pre-season time. Um, I guess the other side of it is also, you know, the things that we do regarding injury prevention and then also management of, you know, rehab injuries along with the, the physios and the medical team there as well. Awesome, Paulie. And uh, just run us through a little bit more. Obviously, the strength and conditioning is a very important part of a football club and they've become more and more mm-hmm. important over the years. Run us through the communication that you've got with the coaches, the medical team, and then also your best Asset. So, is it injury prevention? Is it? Yeah, are you looking to get more into building the programs heading into preseason? Just more about you in particular. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look, I think the communications are, is a really important one as an SNC because obviously you sort of have to cover all bases. You know that um, that being with the coach as well as the medical team. I think the the communication between the coach is a really important one because obviously they sort of not dictate, but they sort of help guide you in, you know, the areas they want to improve. And then you obviously work towards improving that. Um, but then obviously the medical team is another important one is when, you know, people are injured or trying to come back from injury is how we get them back on the field and sort of progress them uh, to the point that they're ready to play. Uh, I think to answer that second part of your question, I think the thing I enjoy most or probably the thing 
that I'm sort of best at at the moment is probably, I think, the pre-season side of things. I really enjoy sort of that aspect of, um, you know, being able to drive the program and, and really putting the athletes sort of through their paces. But then I think at the end of it is, you know, it's quite rewarding when you when you see the results that the, the athletes can get from it. I want to ask you about the GPS. Like, so it's come into it's mm-hmm. come into all sports, and you often yep. see the players mucking around with the back of their their jersey and trying to sort out their GPS system. Does every player in the club wear one? And I, I guess what sort of what sort of information does that give you? Yeah. So at the moment, it's uh, all the league boys will, will wear a GPS, and it's the same for the for the girls' team. Is um, they'll all wear one. I think the information. Um, look, it, it, the information from my side of things is really good because it sort of helps dictate uh, the, the workloads, um, and we help manage sort of you know the player workloads, whether that's through throughout the season, but also pre-season wise, making sure we're sort of hitting our target goals. But then it can also sort of provide some things, I guess, in regards to injury prevention as well as making sure we're hitting our high-speed numbers throughout the week to, to tick that off and, you know, try and reduce any sort of soft tissue injuries through doing that. Um, but, yeah, there's quite a lot into it as well. Sometimes it can be useful for the coaches for um, analysis of, of the game and, and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's so much in, in GPS data and it's, yeah, becoming more and more prevalent. Who's the most surprising with the GPS data, mate? Who's running the most Ks and who's getting up to the top speeds? Oh, look, I think there'll be Mac and Beatties up there at the moment. <laughs> We're going to get you back on track, mate. <laughs> That's probably um, a good start. Yeah. Look, I think Mac, Max Beatty's probably been uh, the one that's been really impressive. I think, um, you know, constantly clocking over 13Ks every game and, and he's, you know, quite a speedy little fella as well. So, you know, his high-speed numbers are up there as well. So he does a really good job. Was uh, Rory tracking anywhere near 13Ks or is it more like, about six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give him a little bit more. I reckon he's sometimes up around nine, but uh, okay. you know, that's his role as a defender. I just want to throw out there that round three came back from illness, thirteen point eight. Thirteen point eight. I was season high on, on McBean like a glove. Thirteen point eight. Well, and then must, she'd said we need to get running him. around. And then after that, she said get him deep. I haven't <laughs> left a square since. <laughs> I'm going to co- have to go back and check that. <laughs> 100% you can check it. It might have been season total, actually. Uh, the, you might have had someone else's GPS on. What about, the, what about the cost of a GPS system? Like, are they very expensive? Oh, they can be, depending on what units you get. So there's obviously a few different sort of brands around, and um, obviously then they sort of have different levels as well. Yeah. Um, the ones that we get aren't, aren't too bad. Um, we get... We definitely get our use out of them, and we definitely get our money's worth, which yes. is really good. I think it's just about sort of trying to find, yeah, sort of something that fits. So if we had a commercial partner out there that was interested in sponsoring the GPS, I reckon we could uh, lock them in, I reckon. Absolutely. I want to ask you, is, have you ever caught any of the players cheating, like swapping GPSs, or uh, or is there a way of cheating it? Is there a way of cheating the system? Like, can oh. they uh, put it in their pocket and go for a bike ride or something? <laughs> Oh, there's probably definitely ways they could cheat it. Um, I, I think, yeah, if they were to swap it out, I don't know, sometimes it would be probably pretty obvious. I think, um, yeah. you know, if if, if uh, Rory had sort of Maxi Beatty's numbers, I'd be a little bit concerned, especially high-speed <laughs> stuff. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, there's ways to catch it out, but I think for the most part, the boys are pretty good with it. Oh, yeah. Actually, 
heard a little story about Lockie Neal cheating. He reckons uh, his first preseason up in Brisbane, he was a little hungover after his sister's wedding, I think it was. And he jumped on the back of the motorbike and went really slow for his <laughs> running case. Yeah. So there is definitely ways out there. I'm not saying I would ever do that, Paul. I would never. Uh, no. So let's. I reckon Dustin Fletcher's done the same as well. I reckon he's <laughs> given it to someone else to top up his numbers for the week. <laughs> I'm just getting ideas more and more written down. Uh, so talk us about... Going into next year, 2024, I know Gersh has had a huge role, Ryan Gersh, as a, mm-hmm. at the club. Are you looking to get more hands-on in both the women's and male program going into 2024, or is that just take it one year at a time at this stage? Oh, look, I think it's definitely one year at a time at this stage. I'm, I, I really enjoy the women's program. I think, um, for me, coming out to the men's is just like a way of getting a bit more experience and get a bit more hands-on sort of under Gersh and learning a bit from him. Um, as well, he's been a really good sort of mentor of mine and get a lot out of sort of, you know, what the men's do and then sort of take it back to the women's and then try and get those things going there. And it's been, yeah, like really good. But I think um, I do look forward to the women's. Uh, you know, I think they were building really well um, back end of last or early this year. And then I think hopefully another good preseason under their belt and we can see some sort of good results from them in the coming season. What about game day, Paul? What's your role game day? So game day, I guess my main sort of role is um, is around warm-ups, um, just making sure that the boys are obviously warm. And we do that in sort of two phases. One's uh, in an indoor warm-up where it's a bit of a dynamic moving and a bit of dynamic stretching, getting the body sort of warm and the blood pumping. And then the other part is sort of the on, on-field warm-up, which is just before, they'll, uh, just before they play. So obviously out there for about 10 to 12 minutes and running through some sort of skill stuff, getting a bit of touch on the ball. And then, um, yes, yeah, still again, sort of getting that heart rate up so that once that siren goes, that first siren, they're uh, ready to go. And I guess the other side of it is just the, the GPS stuff as well, just, you know, making sure those GPS is in, in the right jumper, and then obviously collecting them after, and then the breakdown of the data. Yeah, obviously, you do a good job with the warm up. I think we've had really strong first quarters this year. Actually, it's probably been our best. So you're doing something right there, mate. Uh, just looking at the the difference between the men's and the women's program. So when you're building a program, what would be the difference in terms of building a, a male uh, program and compared to a me- female going into preseason? Yeah, I think structurally they're they're quite similar. Like in the terms of you know how many times a week the girls and boys gym, and then um, you know same in regards to sort of running around that preseason time. They're sort of doing similar. Um, you know, running sets per week, but it's just, I think it becomes like, comes down to sort of the, the total volume of work they do. Obviously the men's game, um, being a little bit more demanding and how many Ks they need to run, they sort of, their weekly load, um, will be a little bit more throughout preseason compared to the girls, but you know, it's sort of relative data to what the girls need as well. I think the other thing as well, probably the other difference is just in regards to like gym programming and stuff, making sure, um, you know, there's certain movements in the program to sort of, uh, I guess, prevent as many injuries as we can. Obviously, ACLs are quite prevalent in, in female sports. So we do a few little extra things in their program just to make sure that um, they're taking it off and, and give us the best chance to avoid any of those popping up throughout the year. With, uh, obviously, you, the coach has uh, announced that he's not going on next year. Um, you've got, you would have a close relationship with Sheeds and work closely with him as far as players and that go, but I, there's one thing that annoys me about sports scientists, and I don't want to put you in this category. <laughs> but after a game, when you see, especially a sub or someone who hasn't done the amount of K's they want, they they are supposed to. 
what is the point of them then running for two or three Ks after a game? Could that not be done during the week? Yeah, look, we don't. I, I can't recall us making any yeah. of the players sort of run because we don't get the data until sort of I go home and, and, and work right. through it. Um, so typically we will, yeah, you know, if they do need to a little top up, they'll, they'll do it um, throughout the week. But for the most part, we sort of have a little range that we can play with as well. So it doesn't need to be they have to hit this exact number. It's It sort of varies um, how much week to week. And we sort of work through that. Um, but for the most part, like it, the boys program now is, is really good at um, managing that. And, you know, same throughout training. They sort of know the numbers they need to hit and they're able to do that. So we don't ever really need to worry too much about it. But, yeah, obviously, as you get a little bit higher up into those elite levels in the AFL and stuff like that, they sort of have access to it straight away. And it's just get it done, I guess, probably while you're still warm and that way you can start to recover ASAP for the next week. Now you, you mentioned Max Beattie's one, you know, who's been tick, ticking all the boxes. Is there anyone you've just sort of had a tap on the shoulder and go, um, mate, you're not really working as hard as you should have? <laughs> Rory's just gone under uh, the desk. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, not not really. I think, um, I mean, the boys get to see their numbers anyway, and I think for the most part they'll they'll obviously know, um, refle- reflecting upon their game and probably their numbers as well, that they, you know, if they didn't work hard enough that game, they can sort of, you know, pick it up the next week. It's a good little reminder for them as well. But I think for the most part, the boys are pretty good with with that. Paul, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it giving up uh, your Tuesday night to have a chat with us and uh, work worry as hard as you can uh, to get him back on the field, won't you? Yes, I will, definitely. No worries. And thank you for having me. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Paul was brought to us by uh, Incredible Smiles. Get your game day smile ready with a custom-made mouth guard. Check incrediblesmiles.com.au. Rory's quiz coming up later. You can be part of the show as well. 0427154166 is the text line number. Um, got a text in now, Rory. Unbelievable. You're surprised, mate. And text yeah, line no, up, straight mate. away from or... Stuart. Uh, crazy year, boys. Started with Bucky kicking a goal. How many of you think are likely to exodus the Eagles' nest at the end of the year? None. What's the latest on RCD coming back? Jeez, he's asking the right question, Stewie. Well done, mate. Uh, so we'll come back to you. We'll come back. Straight, <laughs> up, straight <laughs> after this on Eagles Radio. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Paul Bonza, Rory Lehman with you. You'd be part of the show. Text in 0427-154-166. Rory, our next guest is brought to us by a big screen video, bringing spaces to life. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. I felt for sure you were going to sing that bit. Tracy Adams is the state sales manager for Big Screen Video. Welcome to Eagles Radio. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Now, tell us about Big Screen Video. What do they do and where are you? 
Absolutely. So Big Screen Video are Australia's leading digital screen supplier. Uh, we're proudly Australian owned and operated, but we have head office um, based right here in Adelaide. Um, we've been operating now for about 12 years. So we were founded, like started off here in South Australia. So you can pretty much say we're a, you know, an SA success story. So yeah, really exciting. Hey, Tracy, how are you? It's, uh, it's Rory. Good. And, uh, hey, just, Rory. Just give us a little bit more detail. And how many people work for Big Screen Video? And uh, what's the future yeah. plans? Oh, absolutely. So we've got uh, well over 90 employees um, with Big Screen Video now. We've um, just launched into the US, which is super exciting. So um, uh, BSV Digital Displays. Um, so a lot's happening in the US, um, a lot of projects throughout um, Australia. We've um, just done some recent uh, scoreboard installs throughout Queensland, uh, for Seabus Stadium, Gabba. Um, you would have seen us probably um, our gate signage at the MCG. Um, as, you, as you go down the race for the players on the TV now, you'll see a big digital um, LED strip sign. That, that's ours. So it's really exciting. We get a lot of coverage um, on, on the TV and on AFL games. But we've also had um, a lot of projects just here in, in SA. We've had... Um, uh, quite a few scoreboards go in recently. We've uh, got one at Edwardstown, um, St. Peter's College, and all the way out to Kadena and Balaclava. Um, but yeah, lots lots happening through not only sport, uh, but we're also quite heavily involved in the hospitality sector, education, um, transit, when you go through Brisbane Airport, all the um, digital screens through Brisbane Airport uh, are ours. So Pretty much, if you've been yeah in your car driving driving along, you'd see digital billboards um, throughout Adelaide and also Australia and New Zealand. Um, we, we've got a very big representation of digital billboards throughout the country um, and, and overseas. And there's <laughs> so, a little yeah, there's, lots there's, there's a little oval down the road uh, here called the Adelaide Oval. I believe uh, they're your yes. screens too. So the, the, most people been to the Adelaide yes. Oval. So the three <laughs> massive screens at Adelaide Oval are big screen video screens. So that that's well, awesome. No, no. Well, yeah. Close. Um, Close. The the yeah. We don't have the big digital scoreboards. Um, we're yeah. hoping to upgrade those very soon. Right. Um, however, we do do all the perimeter signage and the parapet signage and uh, LED screens throughout the bars and and, and the venues right. um, within Adelaide Oval and the um, Adelaide Oval Hotel. So yes. Yeah, so uh, Adelaide Oval have been a very long-term partner of ours, um, which, yeah, we love being at the games week in, week out. <laughs> Lots of money on the bar at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> so Rory's, Rory's uh, a little shy to ask this, but if is it possible to put Rory's face on every screen in Adelaide Oval? Is that oh, a possibility? it is. <laughs> you know for a fact we I'm not too that. shy to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, can, we can do that just with a click of a button. <laughs> Easy, I'll supply the photos. <laughs> So Tracy, just with how technology has changed over the past few years, how do you keep ahead of the curve and keep innovation um, with big screen videos? 
Yeah, oh, great question. Um, we're very proud. We have a um, R, you know, full R&D um, team that's not only here in Australia, but also in the US uh, and in the US and also um, in China, sorry. Um, so we're constantly keeping up with what, what's happening just in the in the world of LED. We recently just did a uh, road show um, where we invite um, clients to come along and just not so much hear about big screen video, but about the the um, changes in technology and the differences in um, going to a higher resolution screens, etc. Ensuring that the right you're putting the right product for the right application etc so um yeah we're very proud we we, we have a, te- a full r&d um team that um look after that um but yeah but there's a lot of exciting things happening in in the world of led and also content you've probably seen a lot of the um 3d content sort of online yes. going up on big digital billboards etc so um very exciting times um for, for the world of led so the one thing that I want to ask you about, and you, I'm sure you're aware of this, in LA, they're opening a new venue, which is surrounded by an LED sphere. <laughs> so oh my God, if, how cool If is you that? haven't seen it, uh, <laughs> yeah, just Google it, you'll find it. It's just Google LA, LA sphere and you will, you'll see it. It's, it looks amazing. How long before yes. you guys put one up in Adelaide? That's what I want to know. Maybe oh, cr- over the yeah, end of, over the entertainment centre. Like they got the little orb, which is nice. Got the little orb, but yeah. surely the- big screen video are going to be an Australian first. Put one up in Adelaide somewhere. Oh, no. oh I would love to. God, if I could land one of those, I'd be able to retire straight <laughs> away. All right, Rory. Uh, go on. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Now, I was going to say, we've been trying to get our um, our uh, sales conference to be held in Vegas so we can all go and see it. <laughs> Good <laughs> that's that. amazing. If you haven't seen it, get on and um, have a look. <laughs> so maybe not the uh, sphere at Mourn Tim Kia Oval, but how long before we get a big screen video there or even some LED around the Oval? So at the Eagles. Yeah. At the Eagles, yeah. Let's... Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, I've been working on that for about four years now. <laughs> so Great. Four... So it'll happen in the next 20. <laughs> oh, don't worry. That was, that was yeah. So I've um, been working with uh, Andy Hood quite closely over the last couple of years. So shout out to Andy. Um, love your work. And, um, yeah, we're very proud to come on board as a sponsor of the Eagles and um, we're very passionate about, you know, continuing those long-term partnerships and being involved with the clubs but do understand that um, they are a very large investment um, but and understand that they take time. So, um, you know, we're, we're here for the long haul and we're not going anywhere. So fingers crossed um, that, yeah, the team at the Eagles can scrounge up some, some dollars. All right, and so next next year it is. <laughs> next, yeah, let, let's just get it in for round one. All right, Tracy, it's been great talking <laughs> to you. Um, we appreciate you having a bit of fun with you, but it's uh, it's yeah, great. You're no a great problem. Adelaide company. Um, and uh, Paul and the team down there, they do a fantastic job. And I'm sure uh, if, if, look, if, if anyone is thinking about a big screen for a venue for um, – a games room. It's mad. <laughs> Do one wall. Oh, no, we, you, yeah. <laughs> but if any local club is looking for a scoreboard, there is only one place to see, and that's big screen video. Tracy, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks. Pleasure. Thanks, Cheers. Trace.
Tracy Adams there from Big Screen Video. Uh, they are the specialist in indoor and outdoor LED screens and signage. And yes, you can see them all over Adelaide. They are the people to go see, and especially because they support the Eags. Absolutely. So basically what we're asking from the fans is you can buy a brick and you can also buy a pixel to go onto the LED now. <laughs> I love that. Coming up, Rory's quiz. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Visit wemakeadifference.com. Now, thanks to Print Wrap Pack, customise your bottles and cans. It's time for Rory's Quiz. Guys sing. It feels like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? Hey, ladies. I don't know, but I'm thinking about really leaving with you. Feels good, don't it? Come on. Come on. Over to you, Ross. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for weeks to play that, and it was worth it. Well done. <laughs> we still remember Mr. Worldwide is here. So, Rory's quiz tonight. You can win the prize of a $50 voucher to the Eagles Function Centre that you can use at any home game. We have three coming up in the back end of the year. We do. Or any Thursday night dinner during the season. Perfect. So the question was, which 2006 Eagles Premiership player also played in a Premiership with Jade Sheedy at Sturt in 2002? And the answer? And the answer is Matt Cooper. Matt Un- Cooper. Unbelievable. Yeah. Imagine playing in two premierships. It's pretty special. Do we, have a, do we have a winner? That's <laughs> that's the more important question. Uh, the last time we checked, there was only one winner. Was there? And the winner was Corey Schmeeman. <laughs> Corey Schmeeman. <laughs> I may have texted in myself there. Um, well, it's, look, we, we've gone. Tell the truth, Ross. Tell the truth. The truth is that I didn't do the homework. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was a bit rattled and, tonight because we did have a meeting as we why, went through. At the start. Why didn't you do the homework? Uh, because we had a meeting at the club today. Uh, right. A, a little bit more pressing issues about the right. coach, Jade Sheedy, not continuing on next year. Uh, and so, so the winner is? And the winner of the Rory's quiz is Phil Aspinall. Phil Aspinall. Phil Aspinall. You are the winner tonight. And thank you for not calling me out for not doing the homework, Mr. Bonds. No, that's what, no. Look, we we we've had some technical issues tonight. And it's thrown us under a bus a little bit, but we've got a little bit of time to go. But we've still got time for this. An asshole. An asshole. An asshole. Now, all thanks goes to uh, Ben. Benny Palmer, um, doing some of his finest. We've been, we've been waiting for weeks, Rory, for you to come back just so we can play some of Benny's finest work. This is exactly why I did not want to come back. Benny, you've, you've stitched me up and you, and you would think it would be all over, wouldn't you? You'd think two's <laughs> enough, wouldn't you? Well, you it, well it's not. <laughs> Hey, ladies. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my favourite one. Uh, oh, there God. you go. What else have we got here, Benny? Let's go. Let's pile it on. No, that's that's. Uh, I think that was about it. I think we, <laughs> you know, we had we we might have some more to come in the show next week or week after. Um, thanks to Good Life Health Clubs, achieve your fitness goals with Good Life Health Clubs. Time for the club news. You can buy a brick. Or, an LED. or a pixel. The Barry Jarman Standard, a new scoreboard, $250 to get your business name or your personal name on a brick at the Barry Jarman Stand. And our next home game, Rory, when's that? Is Sunday the 13th of August against North Adelaide at 2 p.m. So, ladies, making sure you get down for that one because it's Ladies' Day every weekend. <laughs> Club news <laughs> is brought to us by Good Life Health Club. Good for tightening the belt, good for life. Start your five-day free trial today. Visit goodlife.com.au. If you missed the start of the show, because everyone did, because we weren't on air for some reason, we had some technical issues, you can listen to the podcast. Uh, just Google Eagles Radio, wherever you get your good podcasts. Yeah, and I suggest all, all um, diehard Eagles fans have a listen to that. We did cover some pretty important issues as well. So, yeah, suggest you jump on and listen to the Eagles Radio podcast. I like Justin Timberlake one myself. I thought that was I thought that was the better one. That was the better one? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought the, uh, hey, ladies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better stop singing, had, otherwise Ben's going to use it. We've had some fun. Uh, so, uh, but we do uh, on a day, it's a bit of a sad day for the club because she's has uh, decided not to go on next year. Um, look, we can't make finals. Season's over. We've got a couple of games to go. We'll enjoy those couple of games at home. We'll win them all three mm. and uh, miss out on finals by a game probably. But well, that's um, exactly right for the fans as well. I, I know a lot of people have a lot of um, good memories with Jade Sheedy as we all do. So making sure you get down and celebrate now, him as a coach, he's, he's put in four years and two flags for the club. He's done a lot for our club and a lot for the sample as well. So I'm not sure what the future looks like for Jade Shetty. We um, wish yeah. Jade all the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever he decides to do, you know, we know he's got business interests and mm. and probably, you know, probably have some time away from footy. Um, probably needs a break. So uh, Sheeds, uh, thank you for the last four years and we wish you nothing but good times. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Shetty, especially... Uh, for everything you've done for me. So really grateful, appreciate it, and uh, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> We're not going just yet. We've still got to... Oh, you've given me the way. 20, <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> um, once again, uh, thanks for listening. You can listen to the podcast. Rory does some outstanding commentary in the first segment that will be on the podcast. Uh, and then you can listen to me be absolutely rattled in the last segment. It's great to have you back, mate. It's good to be back, and I'll be back next week. Well, next week we've got a best of, but the week after that you'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back the week after. <laughs> now you can go. All right, I'll see you. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. See you the week after. Thanks for listening to another edition of Eagles Radio with me, Paul Bonza, and Eagles Premiership defender, Rory Lehman. For We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Make sure you catch us again on 1629 SENSA every Tuesday live from 7pm.